Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczeplewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Welcome everyone and today's guest is Magdalena Tatarczewska and she's an entrepreneur, ICF certified coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner and emotional intelligence analyst with over 10 years of business and leadership experience in a technology space who now used spiritual science, astrology and human design to help individuals become more fulfilled in work and life. Welcome. Thank you very much for the invitation, Evelina. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here and having this, I'm sure, amazing conversation about human design, spirituality, and science. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, before we really dig in deep, can you tell me what? happened in your life what has led you to become a coach you know what what have happened in your life that you decided you know what I want to study astrology and human design yeah so basically yeah my path has been uh, very interesting because I started my professional career in marketing and then I moved to um, I mean digital marketing so I was like account manager then sales and then all of a sudden, a very nice opportunity arise. So I started like managing my sales team. And uh, I've been always drawn to um, to astrology. So uh, at that point, everything was pretty much superficial. You know, the usual one, like you are a Cancer, you are Leo, you are a Scorpio. And I always sense that there is loads in this, but I've never been really tapping very deeply into the spiritual stuff. People with the time also started telling me that I have a very good intuition. Um, And surely, I mean, we all have intuition. It's It's that not all of us, let's say, trust it and try to develop intuition because, I mean, you, we can work a lot on uh, actually growing this, this kind of gift, uh, which is, of course, nothing very, very much rational, right? Because how can we, how can we prove that, you know, this feeling that we have in the moment is right? I mean, Yeah, no, we all have it. <laughs> exactly. It's like we we have no no facts for that, uh, but we just feel, for example, in the moment that okay, uh, this project will go well, or like this person may 
uh, I don't know, have like a certain deep meaning for us in life, or we may feel, oh, you know, like probably there's no such nice chemistry between between us, right? So we feel those things oftentimes in the moment, but like sometimes people suppress those things because it's nothing rational, it's not factual. So yes, with the time uh, I started digging deeper into this and everything started do during pandemic, Actually, it started seriously in Tanzania. So when everything um, started, so in terms of pandemic, I was in Tanzania climbing uh, the biggest mountain of Africa, Kilimanjaro, with some friends and group of strangers. And uh, I'm not sure how those things work, but when you feel so uncomfortable, I don't know, like we were sleeping in the tents. Of mm. course, the attitude was at some point like really making us feeling tired and like lacking energy of course like with the thin air not having so much oxygen in the air like yes there are certain things start happening to you physically when it comes to I don't know mental uh, state and also let's say uh, physical aspects right so I of course had lots of time thinking about my life about my career about like things that I always wanted to try and I haven't really tapped into it properly so at that point like this kind of sensation of changing career a little bit going more into maybe coaching but at that point I didn't really know exactly what where I would like to go and potentially even into spiritual things like uh, that aren't very corporate you know things that would be a little bit more like spiritual in a sense so uh, it all pretty much emerged at that time yeah it's beautiful because I I've done Mount Everest base camp, so I know what you mean about a lack of oxygen. So that's a beautiful place to actually contemplate when you're surrounded by nature and you away from the busyness of everyday life, and you actually had time to focus inwards. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you were in a form of deep meditation about your life and questioning like what is that I want to do with the rest of my life and I think that happened to a lot of people during pandemic because mm. we all were forced to slow down and ask questions is this how I want to continue to live mm -hmm. you know like most of us were able to work from home whereas maybe you know some of some of us were said like no that's not possible yet it became possible so I think that's beautiful that you know you took that time to reevaluate your life and ask yourself, well, is this what I want? And I also love what you said about intuition because we all have intuition. Unfortunately, some of us dismiss this as irrational fluff, not backed by science, yet actually this is the most accurate form of information that we can lean on mm -hmm. if we allowed ourselves to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah that's that's correct and then also coming to human design um why i started studying human design is because when i got my reading it was like so accurate and also mm -hmm. this is very much connected with this intuition piece that in my case so given my unique let's say design and we all have our unique designs right like my uh, authority is not really mine and no one is actually, you know, so we all should be kind of taking into consideration more like either feelings or like this intuition in the moment. And for me, this is apparently this intuition, this kind of inner feeling that I have in the moment. And this is probably the 
the right thing for me, how I should base my decision. So if you think about uh, the world, which is changing now, but if you think about this rational uh, obsession, I would say that everything needs to be based on facts, you know, and science and all of that, because if it's not, it's not really existing or it's a, it's a fluff. It's something like, you know, without any, um, I don't know, proof in a way. Uh, yes, I do understand this perspective, but also I want to live uh, my life in a way that serves me best, you know. So if something is not scientific, scientifically proven by uh, American scientists and it works for me, I'm still okay with that. So this is uh, pretty much the case of human design because this is an experiment and also... If we think about astrology, yes, certain things are, I would say, scientifically proven, like the impact of the moon on the currents or the tides, right? But there is, you know, limited number of things or like events proven, uh, honestly speaking. And if I think about the astrology, I do see uh, like a huge impact on on my life and also the energy and sometimes how I feel. Then I check the transits, you know, how are the the planets influencing us currently. And it oftentimes really makes sense. So I try to be really flexible and just like use the pieces of information that really serve me well. And this is the same what I do for my clients currently. You would say that just being open-minded, you know, it's a growth mindset, not close mindset, because if it's not backed by science, then I don't want to believe it. And the same goes with the moons. You know, if we say our oh, moons do not affect us, well, the moon is affecting the oceans. Mm-hmm. We're made of water, I can't remember how many percent. Look, clearly, I think if the moon is able to shift oceans, it does have effect on us, you know, uh, women's cycles and everything else uh i think it backs that up you know that we do are actually affected by the moon and the moon power and the way the planets are moving and how they interact between one another and i'm very much learning all of this i think when i've learned about moon signs uh so i'm a gemini star sign and a rising sun I'm a Sagittarius moon sign. When I've read all of this, and I'm like, well, well, now that makes all sense to me because mm-hmm. when I just read the moon, the star sign as a Gemini, I'm like, yeah, it kind of makes sense, but I'm not fully resonating with all of those. But when I read everything else, it's like, right, okay, now it makes perfect sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, that was the case for me. I was into astrology, but it was all very superficial, like in the past. But I was still drawn to it. You know, I was like, yeah, I want to know more. And I don't know for which reason I haven't done it earlier. So this is probably a little bit of a regret that I have in me. However, I was into other things and I was like in a different environment that was very much like mind driven and, you know, like in the corporate. Uh, So that was that was the case. Plus also like oftentimes I think that we may not be ready for certain things. This is why it happens to us a little later. I mean, we are evolving constantly we are like growing and like kind of walking through our path right so okay I wish that it happened earlier but I mean yet it's it's okay I probably wasn't ready for those things earlier exactly every everything happens in the right time it went it went to happen I really believe in this so I can see this with my clients and I'm pretty sure you probably see this too so many of us engages in activities that drain our energy so we procrastinate, 
we scroll social media, we engage in various coping mechanisms and strategies that we develop to avoid feeling those uncomfortable emotions and everything else in between. Then we feel lost, frustrated that our lives is not where we want it to be, that the business is not growing, yet we are committed to engage in activities that actually drain our energy and not into activities that are actually going to move us and propel forward. So can you help me to understand how do you help your clients to change that behavior? Mm -hmm. So definitely what I suggest is like to stop for for a moment, if that's possible. Of course, like if someone is having a full-time job and of course needs to provide, you know, for the family, pay the bills, it's not about quitting the job, but it's trying to find like the space because I know how it is when we are on autopilot, we are like, you know, one task after another and we have no space, not even to think, but like to feel and to be, you know, so it's like all doing, 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 right? So this is definitely something that I suggest to do. What I will do now for myself, and I don't really feel overwhelmed, but I just feel like I need the space to cut off all of the social media and communication. So I will be going for the silent retreat, right? For the first time for like 72 hours. So I'll be absolutely disconnected from anything. This is going to be very interesting. However, I did in the past like 12 hours of being like, you know, in complete silence. I suggest that to people because this already brings something, some kind of clarity. Okay, so what is draining my energy? So maybe social media, maybe let's say certain circles of friends or like activities, you know? So then we can think, okay, maybe let me minimize this and we'll see how do I feel. Sometimes people don't really know exactly what is bothering them. So then I also suggest to journal. Um, and if someone is extremely overwhelmed, one of the exercises is like to really sit down and write up to even two pages every mm. day. Um, so even if it takes like 40 minutes, that's okay. Like you sit until you write the entire like page or two even. This also helps to kind of understand what is happening in our uh, in our heads. Um, and then of course, like, coaching you know like even myself sometimes I'm thinking okay I'm a coach and I'm bothered by something but then I do a session with a peer coach and I'm like okay how come I didn't figure it out earlier you know but it's it's normal that this person sees us from the perspective right and asks like a very objective question etc and then we are coming to the solutions what what shall we do about a certain situation not to feel like drained or like overwhelmed uh so definitely those are the the basic things i would i would suggest for the beginning yeah and i think hiring a specialist a coach a hypnotherapist whoever you feel called to do because they will ask you the right questions they will point you in the right direction and you say they are objective so they will see things from a different perspective that you may not willing to go there because it's uncomfortable and that's usually is the case mm -hmm. I, yeah. I've experienced that myself where I didn't want to go into places because I was like nothing there to look at yet there was plenty to do um where in all of this do you think fear sits in how fear and various types of fears because obviously there's a fear of judgment fear of failure just fear in general stops us from growing 
Yeah, fear is, uh, I mean, it's a huge thing because I think there are so many people, uh, even like around me, who could maybe even go further in terms of their career, other things. But the fear, obviously, what would others say, like the family, I don't know, friends, people are also like afraid to lose their status all of a sudden. So maybe they are already like having certain reputation in um, organization. But they were always thinking to create their business and uh, they are fearing to be this newbie again, right? So <laughs> so let's say maybe they, they started in certain company like seven years ago and they'll be like, oh, so now I need to start from scratch and like build you know, my brand, everything from zero. And like people are really terrified uh, of, of this kind of starting from zero, even though they they are kind of dreaming of, uh, having their own business and like being independent, etc. So I see those things happening like a lot, even in my environment. Uh, I mean, of course, there is lots of, uh, I would say, panic and tension around economic situation, war situation, all of that. So I always suggest to people like really listen to yourself, tune into yourself, because there is lots of fear, like external opinions, media, news, right? So those things can be extremely toxic. But uh, there is many things we can do uh, about it and just try to tune into ourselves, right? Because in the end, we all been through lots of struggles in life. And uh, oftentimes I think about that, like I've been through this struggle and that one and everything turned out to be okay in the end, you know, okay, maybe I was uh, under pressure. Maybe this, this, let's say quarter of a year wasn't uncomfortable, but um, I mean, we figured it out, you know, so why not to take this chance and take maybe even like the small risk uh, if deeply inside we feel like we really need to change. So like the fear can can really do horrible things to people. And the worst is that uh, when I hear people, let's say, complaining about the same things for the last 10 years uh, and there there's no change really made in their lives, you know, so they are they are rather uh staying in this comfort which is not really fulfilling them so it's like this comfort but it's not like really super nice comfort right yeah. something that pays their bills but then they are afraid to to move on because yes there will be there will be struggles there will be situations when they are not <clears throat> they are not like pro yet but they have to learn things but this is how life more or less functions i think you know yeah. like yeah, yeah. We go through very different, let's say, episodes um, of life and we are evolving constantly. Yeah. But there's also a benefit because if people are stuck in a fear of judgment, like they do want to start a business, yeah, they, like you said, build a career somewhere, there is a secondary gain that is keeping them in there, is giving them something. It could be safety, it could be protection, mm-hmm. whatever that is for them. Yet, like you said, and one of my mentors says everything always has been as and will be fine because I think for most of us, if we look in the past, even if we you know bumped into certain problems, we figured things out. Mm-hmm. We move past the struggles and life will life, things will happen. There's not such thing as a security, even in a job, even if you think your job is a more secure job. It's mm-hmm. not. You, you never know what may um, happen. So the best way is just getting really honest with yourself and think, what do I want? 
how do I want to live? Because it's not yeah, right yeah. or wrong way of living is the way how you want to do it. Yeah, exactly. What is intuition telling you? Because as I said, even from human design, and this is like the case for everyone, like rational mind should not take decisions. So in a way, it's not authority. This is like this uh, uh, human design terminology is not authority. It can be just like this body that can help you to take a decision, but it's not like really the authority here to, to take decisions. So I really see this in myself. And since I really tapped into human design, I'm like, yes, this is right for me because people may have their opinions, but like I live my life. No one's going to live my life, right? So if my intuition, my gut feeling is, tells me to do certain thing, this is what I should do. <laughs> exactly. You know, like I've said to my clients, you you live with yourself 24-7. You have to face yourself, your emotions, your fears, your feelings, thoughts all the time. If you are not happy with yourself, no one else will do it for you. So you have to form the best relationship you can have with yourself, no matter what anyone else thinks, because at the end of the day, you live in this border and you have to face yourself. Yeah. And I always say to people, think about the events from your past. You know, when you started, I don't know, uh, studying something or when you were new in the job and then maybe you also transitioned into a different sector you know like you've been through all of those situations so this is just another new situation for you right so uh, this is what I actually think myself you know at the time like oh um, I'm not sure how to move on <laughs> you know with yeah. something and then what also helps me is like taking action, even if those are small things, because with the yeah. time, everything falls into place, right? So even if... Yeah. One step I, at a time, yeah. Exactly. Even if I don't know like about this next big step, it's like taking small steps, it brings me to, to something really concrete and like yeah. really strategic. Yeah, because we don't need to know the 10 steps ahead. We only need what's the next step and the next step and the next step. And I think that's what brings the overwhelm when we're trying to figure out all the steps to the end. That's where the overwhelm comes in because it's very difficult and you never know what may happen at the end. Sure, have your goal at the end so you know where you're going. But as long as you know the first step or two, that's all you need to know. Things will clarify as you go. Mm -hmm. So then... So that's the comfort zone, you know, the fear, the fear of judgment, uh, um, the way we engage in the activities that drain our energy is just the way we eyes, our identity is the comfort zone. So how do you then help your clients to move past the comfort zone from the stuck position and actually move forward towards the goal that they really want and desire? Mm -hmm. So definitely there needs to be a plan, right? So we need to like create some kind of plan and have those milestones and like we are working with the deadlines, with the accountability checks. But of course, what uh, comes out is like some limiting beliefs, right? So oftentimes people are not aware of those limiting beliefs before, but they are coming out uh, throughout the process and they are like, okay, but you know, this is a little scary because in the past... I uh, I tried that strategy, but then I got a very horrible, uh, I don't know, feedback opinion that someone, for example, is not good at public speaking, right? And sometimes we are not even aware that this is so deep in us, like this kind of fear of, let's say, presenting in front of 30 people because we got this very subjective, like harsh feedback from someone that we are not good at presenting. And then people want to move on with their business, but then all of a the sudden they have this, 
workshop or something and they keep postponing postponing and then I'm like, okay what is going on right like why are we postponing this is going to be very important for you and then uh in those kind of situations sometimes i use nlp and i know that you also are into nlp so then we try to go back to that past situation that caused this discomfort and try to like replace those ele uh, negative elements so that that's connected with the sensation right so what the person sense in that moment saw heard etc and we are trying to uh replace those uh some modalities so that yeah, the sub modalities yeah yeah can be can can start like fresh you know and uh, yeah. unfortunately we are holding those kind of uh, things for years in us and sometimes we are not even realizing like i mean right because the memory i mean like we as humans we try to erase certain things from the past uh, and this is a uh, some kind of protection right we are protecting yeah. ourselves from the from the bad that happened in the in the past so those are the things uh that we usually do uh but then of course there is like a little bit of this motivation and uh, encouragement for the person that i mean of course you know let's let's move step by step but you already see how far you've come uh after those a couple of weeks or or months yeah, that's that's a good one. Obviously, I I use NLP and hypnosis. I do uh, slightly different things than you, but it's all about identifying those limiting beliefs, those things that keep us stuck, the stories, the habits, values. Because mm -hmm. if we say that we value something, but we're not actually acting accordingly, then you, we do not value this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all about identifying what is that you really want and how you want to move forward. So, moving slightly in a different direction. Mindset is one of those words that is being thrown around all over the place at the moment. Mindset this, mindset that. And what does it mean to you? So to me, it's like really this set of various perceptions and beliefs that the person holds about him herself, but also the world, you know. So, for example, I don't know, I come from this country, so maybe it's going to be difficult for me, you know. And we've heard many things. Uh, we are both from Poland, but also for me, uh, yes, uh, you know, when I left my country, my father was always asking me, like, how are you doing? I hope no one will, like, steal anything from you and those kind of things. I was like, no, I mean, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, like our parents, uh, especially parents may have loads of limiting beliefs, I uh, feel. Um but with the time, once we are like growing in a different environment, uh, I feel like I, I started kind of getting rid of those layers that are, were like a little heavy and yeah. necessary to carry. Because if we think certain things, it is very much likely that this will be happening to us. You know, you also know how the mind works yeah. and how we are attracting certain events, uh, mm. having this kind of mindset that might maybe a little unhealthy and of course this is not really our fault because if we grew up in certain environment with certain limiting beliefs um about the world about themselves this is what we carry but then once we identify okay this is not really right i wanna i wanna think differently because this is pretty pretty limited and you know this is this close-minded mindset right then we can work on um moving towards this uh, this growth mindset right so okay if i was not the best at uh, at math school then i can be still like in business and something so the story of my life is that when i was i think 9 or 10 
I all of a sudden started like being really uh, stressed with the exams. So I remember like my parents brought me to the psychologist and um, this lady really did a great job because uh, she turned this fear into um, excitement. You know, I started being really excited about the exams. I was doing like extra work um, and, and this fear really, really disappeared. So yeah, there's lots we can we can do about our mindset yeah. about those fears. Yeah, and- that, that was the meaning interpretation that she changed for you because you associated yeah. exams with fear and that's obviously shut you down. But she redefined the fear as excitement, something positive, not negative. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like changing the submodalities. So it's all about perspective and perception. Mm-hmm. Because it's not the things or people that affect us, it's how we see them, mm-hmm. what the meaning we give it to. Um, and I see also that with my clients where um, same situation to different people, it affecting them completely differently mm-hmm. because they read this in a very different way. And that's what I think a lot of people still don't understand, mm-hmm. that trauma is not this big thing. Obviously, it can be. It could be a teeny tiny thing because we gave certain meaning and interpretation. And I know from my own experience that things that happened in my life, and I was thinking, how did that cause so much trauma mm-hmm. for me? Well, I was just the meaning and interpretation that I gave it as a child. So that's really interesting what you said. Can you explain it to me? How do you use human design? Um, in, you know, how can we use this mm-hmm. so we can? you know, understand ourselves better and how do you help clients to understand themselves better with human design? So uh, human design and astrology, I usually uh, use like in the first part of the program, right? So mainly I work with people who want to, let's say, boost their careers, like move on with those things. Um, So it's more about like um, understanding your natural operating system. Uh, So how can you live in a natural way so that you are not hitting constantly the wall, that you are not frustrated, that you are not holding this bitterness right inside you. Uh, So for example, if I have, because there is like nine centers, right? This is a little bit similar to chakras, but in human design, nine centers. And for example, just giving my uh, case, like if I have open head centers, it means uh, that, yes, sometimes I may lose focus if all of a sudden I'm not interested in the topic, right? Or all of a sudden I'm inspired by something or some kind of thoughts came to my 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 head, you know? This can be, of course, advantage because it is very likely that you will change throughout, that you are open to different perspectives, that you are open-minded. But what is the disadvantage of this that sometimes uh, and especially I can recall this from my childhood that why at some point I had problems problems with a little bit problems with math was because I wasn't really able to really focus and concentrate on things for more than let's say 15 minutes right and then I was getting frustrated oh why I cannot do this and I have some errors and uh, I was really good from other subjects and this was not really working that well for me because I all of a sudden started thinking about something else because all of a sudden I was bored with certain topic. Uh, so from human design, I now can understand that, yes, this is the case. And really mind is not for me to take decisions. I have very good intuition. I'm also like um, very emotionally uh, developed. And this is how I connect with people, mainly on emotional and spiritual level. 
when I meet someone, like pretty much I know in the moment that this this person will be potentially someone important for in my life, or maybe this is just, you know, like, okay, maybe we have just one project to do together or like learn something quickly, quickly from each other and that's it. Um, so human design also uh, helped me to understand, let's say, what kind of talents do I have? There is certain channels that can also help you to understand what can be repetitive, let's say, patterns in your in your life. So, for example, if, ha- if I have this uh, individualistic uh, channel, this means that um, it is super correct for me uh, to have my own business, for example, and mm-hmm. have partners and cooperate with people. But being uh, really like in the box and given all of the instructions, what to do, what to execute, this is nothing really natural for me. This is something I can do maybe for like certain period of time, but uh, nothing really long term that would bring me satisfaction. So you can uh, you can really understand a lot from from human design, like, you know, how you should take decisions and operate in life. And also, like, what are the certain themes that are going to be important for you throughout life and astrology? So human design, it's more like a how. So how you can operate and astrology is more like what kind of energy you have available for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so combining the two um, is very interesting. And why I started um, offering this to my clients, because it helped me a lot. So everything that I'm like offering my programs in my methodology has been tested on on me and also like my close uh, circle of friends. Right. Yeah, I've had human design as well. So I was like thinking like, oh, that explains a lot about Mm me. And kind of give me and then kind of an insight on how I can help myself uh, Mm -hmm. in everyday life. Um, and just the one last question that I've got for you. So this podcast is titled You Can Be Unstoppable. So I'm curious, what were your top three tips for the listeners in terms of how they can become more unstoppable in their careers, in their personal lives, in however you want to present it? Mm-hmm. So for sure, I would um, point out the why. So Simon Sinek, right? Um, so why are we doing what we are doing? And definitely what I'm doing right now, I'm helping people with things that I struggle, like at some point when I was really feeling stuck and I kind of felt that maybe I needed that help. Um, so now I'm even like sometimes approaching people proactively, even um, let's say offering them free career strategy sessions. So this is something that I wish someone approached me at the time <laughs> some years ago, just to clarify certain things. Then uh, definitely think about the impact. So yes, when you are especially changing, I don't know, industry, like you are jumping from one organization to another, or like even creating your own business, this first phase can be very, very challenging, but then think, okay, what kind of impact you are bringing, you know, to people. And in my case, this is a lot of like this, wow, you know, okay, I haven't realized that I have those talents in me because I thought I just can be, you know, on one position like for years and years and years, and I'm not talented enough to be, let's say, uh, a leader to manage a team, but uh, maybe this is not really your calling. Uh, Maybe your calling more like being, I don't know, helping people in their relationships or like to create something uh, like great for the planet, for example, right? So the impact. 
And also, I would definitely say to people, think about the past situations, okay? Because we may think, oh, this is not going to work. But it's like with everything, even when we're learning to ride a bicycle, right? I also remember that, you know, my parents, like, you probably also had this big stick behind, right? So <laughs> before you were on two wheels, you had still four, right? And I remember yeah, this, moment, oh my God, I will fall. <laughs> and I was a little scared. But then one day, yes, I started like, you know, riding a bicycle like a, like an adult, right? And that was a beautiful moment. So think about those moments when you overcame certain fear or like limiting beliefs and you were able to do it. So this is just another new uh, situation. And definitely also like surround yourself with people who uh, are on a similar journey as is you, because this really, really helps. Once we are stuck with some maybe people that are on a different journey or like as us, but like years ago, uh, this sometimes may create some doubts. Uh, and it's not like really avoid people who are not similar to you. It's not that, but it's just, you know, where we should concentrate our energy and most of our time. Uh, yeah, that would be it. Well, all right. Amazing. Thank you very much. So yeah. thank you for coming. That was a really interesting conversation. And um, I see everyone next week. Thank you very much, Evelina. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help all the people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find the link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.